this a long this a long overdue joint, bro. Yeah, we had them. Yeah, that's I remember. I, I remember. It's always dope to talk to somebody else that's like a, a content creator and shit. Huh? Because this week I was thinking about it. I'm like, damn. Because somebody had reached out from the first 48 page. We're going to get into that. It was mm-hmm. like, uh, do you, how much for an interview? I'm like, oh, I don't really charge. I wouldn't charge you, but you know what I'm saying? Just let me listen to your music. My whole thing is with, with the conversation with, with artists and why we haven't did it in a while. It's like, I don't want to come in with the generic questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because not only do I follow the artist's music, I follow their interviews too. So, like, if we had, like, a Leaf Ward in here, I would go watch his first 48, and the joint where he was sitting on the step. I would make sure I don't ask anything that he's already talked exactly. about. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of artists, they I watch the interview, it would be discouraging because they can't really talk. So I don't want them to get in here and be like, one of the worst things I hate that artists do, right? You ask them what was their upbringing like, and they say, we all say it, but they they say, Oh, it's no different from anybody else's upbringing, you know. And it's like. So so in doing the Philly First 48, right? Yeah. I talked to the artist beforehand. Oh, okay. Like when I look at our pages like development. We got to stay grounded on the street and we got to help the artist develop. So often when I speak to artists, I'll be like, bro, what separates you from the next hot rapper? What separates you from the next artist? What in your life separates you? It's all about marketing. So your story may sound similar to somebody else, but you got to figure out what in your story is different Mm -hmm. from the next person's story. Yeah. If you saw the interview with me, with, with Leaf Ward, in the beginning of the interview, me and the, me and Matt had a debate, and I'm like, "Bro, we ain't going into the yeah, yeah, childhood. Yeah, I, remember, I, remember, I ain't doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else, asked everybody else it. did it. Yeah, I remember that. And that's also with us separating ourselves from other platforms. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? So you got we try to develop the artists at the same time. Yeah. So it's something that's necessary. You ready, T? I'm about to play it. Play a drum. Oh, I thought we was on. We on, but I'm just gonna play a song real quick. I just had this. I always just talk a little it's bit up. in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to it. You see what we doing? You see how we moving and all that and all that. Carrying it for real. Work. Yeah. Trapped out, ducking them rigs. Yeah. Shoot out, hit me ducking them strays. Whoa. Same shit on a couple of days. Yeah. Getting to it a couple of ways. I'm stuck in my ways. That's why I be all nonchalant. All nonchalant. Folks down Kensington with the food serving. Restaurant. Chopper tail as a leprechaun. For any nigga disrespect of mine. New ones on my feet. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never in line. Getting straight to it to the credit of death, it won't ever decline. Yeah, yeah. Upgraded the watch, I got better with time. Yeah, yeah. Sucking it in, maybe come fast. She ahead of her time. Whoa. I swear these hoes still gon' choose, and it don't matter. It don't. Always been true, don't confuse me with none of these rappers. None. It's like a movie with actors. Said he had pressure, but selling that platinum. Whoa. I'm smoking that sour like it was a cash. Oh man, and my man, it's just poppin', the time, just the, just literally, poppin'. my man Kenny, this, 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 <laughs> he a bed on his joint. He literally, he literally What's the guy. Poppin', homie? It's crazy how it happened, right? We literally do the clip, right, to where uh, he sent me the clip in the group chat. Mm-hmm. It was the first forty-eight clip. What clip? Uh, I think it was the Cooley John. All right, just, you talking about just now? Right? Just now. I'm like, yeah, yo, I'm on John. my way. I'm like, I'm on my way up the boulevard to talk to him right now. Yeah, yeah. So he was shout out to Johnny Mac, man. Yeah. Shout so out to let's my let's man. get right to it. Like, I want I want to talk about the uh, how y'all came about first forty eight and making it a platform and y'all two linking up. We can start we can start there. Uh, 
So Mac was doing it on live. Mm-hmm. Mac was just going Instagram live, interviewing people. You know, Mac got the history with Belly of the Beast. That's NH. Him and NH is like brothers. Yeah, yeah. So doing that, Mac wanted to get back on track. So I came, it was something where one of the artists was having a drug problem, heroin. I'm not going to say his name because right. I don't really feel like putting him out there like right. that. Everybody else spoke about it. Mm-hmm. So I came on live. I was helping him behind the scenes with his situation on his case. So I came on live like, yo, we connecting him to the to resources because I'm a bail navigator for the Defenders Association. So I get people out of jail without paying a bail. But also, I don't want to just get you out of jail without paying your bail and you be back in the slums that's going to lead you right back to jail. Yeah. So I'm letting Mac know, like, bro, no, he needs the support. But not only he needs y'all to talk about it on live, he needs y'all to help walk with him and support him when he come out because he definitely going to come out. A couple weeks later, homie come out. Mac double back with me like, yo, I ain't know who I was on the platform with, X, Y, and Z. Dog, we could work together. So I'm like, all right, let's work together. We kept doing lives with people, just giving people a platform to express who they were, get a backstory, sell sell their art. Mm-hmm. Then we said, you know what? We just going to link up together and do it. Yeah. And that's how I, did you have became, like uh, like a passion for music prior to that? As yeah, far as I like what's going on in like the city. Music, yeah. my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like seeing I, y'all post. One thing I like about y'all that I think was was going to like lead y'all to being one of those platforms is y'all don't y'all not picking. No, ain't no picks, ain't no politics into it. I like this artist right now. I mm-hmm. like this song. I like this clip. This clip is going on my platform. And that's what I tell people. Like, when we do verses or we do put certain people on the platform, I'm like, yo, I like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When when you ask me to be a judge on a verses, I'm going to tell you what songs, what artists I like more. Mm-hmm. Not what artists the comments say like more. If y'all like, and like I said, if y'all like them in the comments, go click the follow button. Yeah. Comment under their post. Hit the like Help their algorithm. Blow them up, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Help blow them up. That don't mean I got to change my opinion right. of who I like because the comments what, said. I wanted to ask you, what what was it like? Because uh, we could only see the comments, though, when you put up the uh, first quarter top artists of 2022. That was the bid for me. <laughs> that was the bid. For, so, first of all, I don't like bringing that over to my platform. Right. Like, my platform, I'm going to give you the law. I'm going to give you the changes in the law. I'm working on some things behind the scenes for my platform. So I know they're two different people, but I also know I don't want to be like most politicians or advocates or organizers in the city where it's like, okay, we organize this. Come rush to it. Mm -hmm. So I want to stay grounded with the people. I want to be in the gut. So when I say, yo, this is what they trying to do. Now the people, more people, I can reach more people than the average person mm-hmm. that's aware of the political field. You know what right. I'm saying? So that's my method with it. And I also want to help people. So behind the scene, if an artist got legal help or, or want to just talk, bro, we the platform to go to, dog. Yeah. Like who yeah. going to tell you from the street aspect, break break shit down better than us. Yeah. So. It was it was crazy seeing it because we do it a lot. Like you put out that list, the list was I think the list was innocent. It had a lot of artists on mm-hmm. it, and you said it was the first quarter. That means you got to do three more. Yeah. But people don't look at people don't read. Yeah. So when they say 
they want to just argue. Why my name ain't on? And they pick. And it was picks. Like why my cousin not on here? Yeah. Like come on, yo, your okay. cousin ain't put out no music last year. How about you this? Idiot. Why you ain't make a list? Yeah, where your list at? <laughs> where your, your list, list at? at? Yeah. Uh, so. And I shout out to the people that that seen it. It was a couple more like veteran rappers that seen the list, mm-hmm. and their only response was like, "Damn, I need to tune in more." Ain't I no think doubt. that was dope. Like, okay, oh, these are who the younger guys is. Let me tune in. But I like that. A lot of people got. A lot of people saw the list and just took offense to it instead of saying, yo, I got to put in my work. Yeah, absolutely. I got to work on who I am with. Matter of fact, I want to do songs with everybody on, on the list, list because yeah. they get recognition. So let me promote myself by giving myself yeah. Working with them, yeah. c- uh, collabing with them. They ain't see it like that. A lot of artists was like, I'm over, I'm doing shows in, I'm doing shows in Mexico. You ain't, you ain't, yeah, we heard about you. But the list says that, and you old. Yeah. The list said the young. The young, the new Up-and-coming artists. Yeah. Why you want to steal the young and shine? Right. Let the youngins have it. Absolutely. Let yeah. them have it. You just want to take all the shine. No, they don't deserve No. Yeah, we not doing that. No. And I, yeah, I love the list because I, I'm like, you know, I was on there barking. I'm like, yo, y'all gotta get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. 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 I was like, y'all gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, it was basically like people like, yo, why, why my cousin? I'm looking at the people they vouched for. Then I go look them up on YouTube. This is my biggest knock with with Philadelphia artists, right? You go on the artist page, you see a freestyle. They sitting in the car or they in the studio, right? As a consumer of hip hop, you say, okay, this is nice. Let me go on YouTube and see what else they got. Mm-hmm. It might have three or four songs on YouTube. Two or three, three or four. It's nine minutes. Right. So something that they don't, I think artists don't understand. Like, yo, y'all content get consumed quick to where yeah. I can be a fan of you. In the next 30 minutes, I mean, your DM asking where the rest of it at. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that content, like you can, you can spend a, you ever spend a day listening to somebody? Yeah. Like, yo, I was listening to such and such today. I listened to this album. Yeah. yeah. I went back, listened to this album. Damn, I wonder where he going to drop next. But a lot of the artists... And I think this is something that I think that old era, like um, NH and them guys did, all their content was me and a camera content. Mm-hmm. So you can't, I can't go on uh, Spotify or uh, Apple Music and pull up NH music. Maybe on that Piff or live mixtapes because mm-hmm. that was their era. But even then, a lot of their music, like they didn't document their music. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like, even now, like, I see a lot of people uh, with their live, the IG lives, mm-hmm. you can uh, archive them. They mm-hmm. end up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. even now, but back then they wasn't really doing that. So even with the younger artists, like, it was a girl on Twitter, like, she literally had one song. Listen to the song, it was two minutes and 30 seconds. I'm on, I'm all over, all over trying to, damn, like, where the rest? I even went back to SoundCloud. I'm like, where is it at? It's only a few of the newer artists, like, that are flooding. Like, they don't flood, and they, they need, need to. They, they need that anymore. guidance. Yeah, for sure. So they need, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't like, shout-outs to K. Gibbs, the mayor, man. Yeah, A lot of I people don't he, like he that we, we, we push K. Gibbs, but K. Gibbs takes the advice mm-hmm. and roll. Mm-hmm. And be like, all right, I got it. It doesn't go in one ear and out the other. He take the advice and roll when we say, yo, all right, start with the lives with us. And then work your way to an interview and keep posting, keep doing videos, yeah, keep giving visuals. He keep he take heed and keep he now he doing his own show. 
uh, let me get, let me plug him in. March 11th, K Gibbs, go go check him out. Yeah, K out Gibbs, the mayor, he got a little showcase going on, The Last Hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he keeps, he keep going. He keep building. That's what it's about. Bro, yeah, people want page. it over the, overnight. Ain't nothing you going to get overnight. No. Even when you in the streets, you got to earn your clientele to get the money. Yeah. People just be like, yo, just... Just give me a million dollar phone, and that ain't gonna work like that. Yeah, you beat them. You gotta prove yourself. And that's the same thing with anything in life, especially hip hop. You gotta prove yourself. Work your way up. Yeah, a lot of a lot of, like you said, the guidance though. I think that's something in the city that we got. We and we say it all the time. We got the artists. We got the talent. Right. It's the people in the background. Mm -hmm. You know, like y'all platform, y'all actually giving them guys advice. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Not paperwork advice, like yo, sign here and I'll give you the. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's genuine advice. Yo, you should do this. I don't get nothing out of you doing this, but you should do this. We and, gonna fuck with you. And, we like you. You know what I'm saying? And when you dealing with artists from the streets, you slap that paperwork down. You 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 cause a whole bunch of worries because you gotta understand they don't got entertainment lawyers, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the entertainment lawyer coming with paperwork, and they like, bro, I don't know if I should trust you. So give them some game. So once they mature mm-hmm. and it's time to actually get down with that paperwork, they say, all right, I can figure this out. I'm making this. I, all right, I can muscle what's this. A, what's the artist that you think is, is ready? Ready? Yeah, like ready to go like any day now. I got a couple but, artists. Like, you know, I, like, I, I, I like Leaf. Yeah, I yeah. like Leaf Ward. Mm-hmm. Like Leaf hit me with songs. Uh, Osama. Yeah, it's another one. Been, uh, 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 one stack in Osama. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta make it clear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, been lying. He, Respect, he, brother. Yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. He, he, he hit me. Um, I think Gibbs is on the verge of being there. Mm-hmm. He ain't there yet. I think Bucks, if he stay out of trouble. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother story. But if Buck stay out of trouble, I think he got it. I think one mayor, same way. If he stay out of trouble. I know you're talking about. I think. Oh, um, the little young boys from West Philly. Yeah. They, they rap together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, I like I like Bang Bang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like. Uh, he like sort of there. Yeah, you know? he there. No, yeah, he but there. Bang Bang. Good, great thing about Bang Bang. Bang Bang got an amazing network. Bang Bang don't have problem. Spending money on himself. And that's mm-hmm. a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Investing he spend it. money on yeah. himself. He make sure he in them places. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what's up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, who else? Who else off the top? Um, That's a lot of them. That's a lot of them. I want to say he into too much shit, but... Fuck is his name? Uh, Where you from? He from out west. Man, I'm not going to keep going. But they was like, yo, why you ain't... Oh, I forget his name. Benji, of course, Benji. Okay, yeah. Benji wasn't the one I was thinking about, but yeah, Benji. Um, that's a lot of artists. You're talking in about the tour, city. tour, tour. I need, I need tour to be more consistent, though. Yeah, that's I my, tour, that's my. Not I mean, tour. tour is amazing with with the pen. Yeah, he's amazing with the pen when he put his visuals down. They're amazing, but I need tour to be more consistent when it comes to writing. I like. I like um, Odess Rada. Oh, for yeah, sure, yeah. I like Odess Rada. I don't like Odess Rada over uh, Dom. I like Dom, but I need Dom to get more down with his visuals okay. and be a, more of a song maker. Like, I like Dom. Like, if I'm in the DVD era, I'm like, yo, 
big star. You better put Dom. You better yeah. put Dom on uh, headshots. You better put Dom on. But I'm. I want to see what he does with his art, with his craft. Okay. So. No, my my list pretty much the same. Like with Tori, he's super talented. He didn't have like two situations already. Mm-hmm. But I think he explained that talking to y'all. The, the like he made he explained the. Uh, what halted them, like yeah. the business aspect yeah. of it. And I've, I've it's heard that It's a lot before. of artists that uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'll be here sitting here for like 20 minutes if I name all the artists, but it's a lot of artists that are on the verge of being, getting it there. And I don't, I don't even want them to get signed. I just want them to be able to put their business together and make money. I believe if they put their business together, you don't even need the machine behind right, you right, right, yeah. because they're, they're that hungry and they have the content. Mm-hmm. But with, with Henders them is they in, they in the shits. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the one that names specific people because right. I'm not with that, Right. but they in the shits. So that's always been like a knock on, on our city. Like, but I don't think it's just our city. I no, it's not it's, just our city. It's, it's a lot of, of a lot of artists yeah. throughout the world got problems behind them that that become the wrecking ball. Yeah, yeah. To their whole situation, probably either during or before they even get the shot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they hold they, uh, but no matter what uh, song they play. And you be you may not to it, but in the back of your head, you be like, I came in like a wrecking ball. This shit could be over at any minute. <laughs> I was I was telling them something on our last episode earlier, right? Uh, I think that the drill music is on the way out, and the party music is on the way in. Do you do you see it, or do am I too early on it, or do you see? I think party music gonna always be here. I think the only reason party music slowed down is because of the pandemic. Because of the pandemic, party music wasn't as relevant as it usually is. Mm-hmm. I don't think the drill music is sliding away because people are newsy. Okay, and that's what makes yeah. the drill music pop. The drill music pops because people are newsy and they want to know what you're doing. Oh, he really bought that life, and then you got other platforms that would actually break down the drill music. Yeah, if you look at the start of the drill music, the drill music and the, and the whole Chicago joint, they put out their own DVD explaining what they was doing and and their own hood. Mm-hmm. At the same time, now they don't even have to put out their own DVDs. They'll have platforms that'll break the beef down to a science. And it may not be right. The information may not be right, but people are so newsy that when they hear the songs, like I know advocates that be like, Hosh, you heard this song? You litigated, you heard this song? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like that joint. Oh, man, they're talking about this, that, 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 that. I'm like, where you get that information? I'm like, it's on YouTube. Yeah. So it builds them up, and the newsiness, and people be like, "Are they beefing with them?" Yeah. Okay. Let me hear the next song. Okay. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 a dangerous it's a dangerous form it's a dangerous form of entertainment, and a lot of people uh they come down on uh guys like Act and um College Kid, and granted now Act in his later years he he stands on it like mm-hmm. yeah I was I was I was fucked up for doing that because. He said there was one point where he would put something out and somebody would reach out to him like, yo, he did that. You need to put me up there. I did this. Yeah. And then they would get locked up and then come down on him like, yo, you fucking. You, you lined up. And that's another thing I try to 
I try to put on a platform. Like I'll be like, like I review the uh, interviews as we going and afterwards. Okay. So I'll be like, yo, take this out. Yeah. Like no, that John pop, that John gonna get it booked. <laughs> take this out. Well, I, this view, I don't like this view of the camera. Oh no, what the, that's gonna get him booked. Like chill. Mm-hmm. We not we not trying to get people arrested because at the same time I'm gonna get you. We can't say we trying to help you behind the scene and then put out something to get you to stop your whole career. Yeah. So, there's that. Do you think? Uh, we ask everybody that we get in here to come. That's somebody from the city. We ask them to like just speak on. I'm like, somebody. Yeah. Oh, I'm somebody. I graduated, <laughs> y'all. I graduated. We get everybody. We get everybody and come in here like to just speak on like as far as like the last two years, as far as like just the census violence and like what's your what's your opinion on it? That's everything. Like, dog, dog, stop calling it that, man. Real rap. Stop calling it senseless violence. What you? What, what would you? It's violence, but it ain't senseless. Everything got a reason. Okay. Everything got, I think people that call it senseless violence are either don't know, uh, don't know what's going on, they don't care to know what's going on, okay. or they trying to get some type of financing to, uh, uh, financial support from the senseless violence. Okay. Everything got a reason. Don't anybody just gonna go down the block and kill somebody for no reason. Mm-hmm. It may not be a logical reason to you, but to the person who's in that position at that age, it's a reason behind it. And until you find out the reason, you can't find out the solution. Motherfuckers be sitting there, oh, it's senseless violence. That's the lazy way. Right. I'm gonna be on the street. I'm gonna try to stop it before you wanna stop violence, you stop it before it happens. So when you if you grounded enough to see, oh, this shit going on like this, all right, listen, before this shit get there, let me call your old head, let me call your old head, or let me call you directly, and let me call you directly. Motherfuckers don't even want to talk to the youngins. Mm. If you see on social media, I'll be on niggas' ass for talking shit about the young boys because you're not doing nothing. Right. If you scared, you scared. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Don't instigate it. Don't do nothing. Just you want to be in the crib and look out the window and complain on the phone? Do that. We on the streets with it. Mm-hmm. We connected to him directly. A, a young and made, I made a, a young and made want to build his money for something. They just had a whole car ring. Yeah, I right. Seen that. Yeah, it was a bunch of young bulls uh, carjacking, and it led back. The ringleader was a allegedly an old head. Yeah, so he was manipulating them. If we was there and able to say, "All right, youngins." Listen, what's going on? Like, chill, y'all drawing. You're going to get locked up. This is how you're going to get locked up. This is how they're going to pin you to get locked up. You keep stealing these cars. They're going to use all the cars that got stole in that pattern as a common scheme, design, or plan. So evidence of one carjacking proves evidence of another carjacking. Now when you in court, you locked up for 20 carjackings. Chill. Mm-hmm. They had nobody directly able to impact them. And they had nobody like, all right, you need money? What's how, how much money you need? Well, listen, if you work this, that, that, or able to do this, that, that, what's your talent? Baby, that, or figure something out for them or help them plan it, then they, they would have had a reason to go out and do something other. Mm-hmm. They would have had another option from the, what the old head was telling them, yo, bring me these cars. We all know how they do. They say, all right, because I'm lining it up, I get 60%, and y'all got to split the 40 between yourselves. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So. 
You got to try to get to the root of it. So I don't never call a senseless. Is it violence? Yeah, but as long as I can find the sense it makes in it, then I can find a solution to it. You think a majority of people overlook that part of it? Yeah, I think a majority. I mean, it's the easy way out. The easy way out is pointing the finger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no responsibilities pointing the finger. And I think people do shit without, to get away. And I'm not talking about the, the, let's say the actual, let's say the actual, I'm not talking about the actual suspect of the violence. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the instigator of the violence. A motherfucker would do something, right? And dig a grave and piss somebody off so bad without giving back. If I take $5,000 from you, right? Mm-hmm. And then brag that I took $5,000 on you, from you, and just keep going on and just splurging. Emotions build, uh, 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 angry emotion builds up in you. Like, yeah. I gotta go get, first of all, you're thinking, if I go to the law, I'm a bitch. Yeah. If I let it ride, another motherfucker might take it, or he may come back and take it, another $5,000 from me. If I go get it, I got some, uh, he, I gotta go get my shit back. So here, here's the dilemma we often find people in. Now, if I take 5000 from you, right, and you find out I take the 5000 from you, and I say, bro, Hey, bro, I took this 5000 from you, my bad. Not only, and you know what? Because I took this 5000 for you, here go an extra $10 on top of the 5000 Mm-hmm. It'll stop it. Yes. It'll stop it. Stop digging holes. Stop digging that hole before it becomes your grave. People don't think of that. I do a lot of things because I know my past ain't, my past ain't, it's, squeaky clean I know mm-hmm. I did some dirt to people in my past so I try to make up for it mm-hmm. by the things I do now I try to give back because I took away from the community so I try to give back as much as I can Okay, don't mean I ain't no asshole because I'm an asshole that's what I do that's what <laughs> I do point blank but I try to give back as much as I can to fill in the hole that I've dug in my past people don't want to people don't want to pay their restitution Okay, and that's a lot of that that a reason for a lot of the drama. So you got lack of income, you got uh, 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 lack of empathy, and people not wanting to give back for things that they did. Mm. You owe. It's on you. You owe. And you got people that don't know how to fucking mind their business. People say, oh, this world is crazy now. It wasn't like that when I was growing up. I don't know where you grew up at. Because where I grew up, they was knocking on doors and shooting moms in the head for something they son did. Mm. I remember shit like that. I remember them burning grandma's house down. I remember that world growing up in. Mm-hmm. So this world now is like, okay, it's more broadcast because of social media. Yeah. And social media also gives people that never had an input in that life, an input in that life would actually unfortunately, drags them into that life. You yeah. make a comment on on the wrong thing. Yeah, you got to deal with it. You got to deal with it. Like back in the day, if you commented on the homicide, the wrong homicide, somebody was coming f- for you, whether it's somebody involved in with the family of the homicide or the squads of the homicide or the detectives. Same thing now, but just everybody got an input now. Just everybody. Everybody's just talking about it. Don't know nothing about it. They just talking about it. Yeah, we had we had we had talked to we got an episode where we talked to like one of the younger guys. That kind of like 
talking to him kind of fucked me up as far as like what's going on out there. It kind of opened my eyes to it because a lot of people, what you said, a lot of people just they just write them off. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I think that's a that's the beautiful thing of me joining Philly First Forty Eight on my part in Philly First Forty Eight because I can understand your reasoning. I can I can reach out to a young boy. My feet on my. I'm on the ground. My, yeah. Like, my soul's is made of cement. I'm so much on the ground. I can slide to any block. Mm-hmm. Holler at somebody, yo, I need to speak to him. I need to speak to him. And I get that type of respect from that block. Not only can I slide to any block, my block, I'm like respected on my, I was, I'll say that. I'm respected on my block. So mm-hmm. I could go to any, I could find out anything. And that's the beautiful thing about Philly first 48 because my ear is still to the streets. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I'm still engaged with people. Like, you may see me on live and I'll be like, I click somebody off. Dog, I told you, no dick games, don't call nobody no pussies and no threats. Yeah. You can say anything else you want, but I have the ability to navigate or I have the ability to control the platform as well as the ability to reach out to somebody that just may be in your crib tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You understand? So... Yeah, I think it, that was dope. Um, I wanted to talk to to you about your uh your recent uh position with the what's it called Philadelphia Citizens Police Oversight Commission. Commissioner, commissioner. So it's still it, it's still in the process. I'm a nominee for the Philadelphia Citizens Oversight Committee. So with the Citizens Oversight Committee, we'll answer to nobody but the mayor. <laughs> 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 so they'll answer to nobody but the mayor. Also, but what we do is we investigate and review all police misconduct mm. and make our ruling on it. Okay. That's right? And shit. we present our ruling. Not only do we do that, we review all police policies. Because a lot of times, when you look at it on the flip side, right, anytime an officer goes out of policy or a policy uh, violates a constitutional right, it opens up a superior liability claim. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. when it opens up, it, the police not going to pay it. Right. The city going to pay it. You understand? So we review all the policies and we review misconducts and make decisions on what should happen. We like the jurors of the city when it comes to the popo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's good because it gives the community a voice at the same time we got to engage with the community and that's what i love about the uh citizens oversight committee more than anything is our engagement with the community keeping everything transparent listen this was our vote fellas this what we see this is how you file a complaint if you have a complaint through x y and c and it actually keeps it transparent for everybody to see but like i always say bro who you trying to be transparent to? Because it's a lot of citizens that have never look at you. Mm. We got to reach them. Yeah. Though we have certain rights as people that I came from when I first came home, I said I wanted to be a bridge because there's people that didn't know what they was going on. I think I'm doing a hell of a job being a bridge and letting people know. I want to reach more people, but Absolutely. we got to reach every level of people. Benjamin Lerner can't shout out to the judge, Benjamin Lerner. He was a previous judge. He can't reach the people that I reach. Mm-hmm. I may I may not be able to reach all the people he, that he can reach. But you understand, we all have a job to do within the city and keeping 
that process transparent and honest. Okay. But you was you was doing it before the, this program came yeah, about, Yeah, I just though. didn't have the voting power to say, no, he was wrong. Right. You understand? Yeah. I, I, I tell you how to file that lawsuit, and I connect you to the, to the either one or two of the best attorneys, civil attorneys in the city. Okay. But I couldn't have the power to say, you know what? This is wrong. No, this is my rule. This is wrong. And a, and the ability to keep a track record of all police misconducts. Mm-hmm. You know Through the whole 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 city. Throughout the whole city. Okay. Although I'm a representation of the 19th District, shout out to the, to the 19th District. Okay. Although I'm a representation of the 19th District, that vote affects the whole city. Okay. All right? Okay. Yeah, because I, I seen it, and when I learned what it was, I'm like, he was pretty much already yeah. doing this. I guess that's why they peeped you or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We was, we was talking about something that happened on the news uh, in the last episode. I want your input on it. Uh, the twelve-year-old kid down, uh, I think it was South Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say he, they say he opened fire on the undercover police officers. So, I'm gonna look at it from their standpoint, and I'm gonna look at it from our standpoint. From their standpoint, oh, he shouldn't have had a gun. He shouldn't have had the gun at all, and to fire on him. But in the city that we live in, I'm not saying it's it's a process to go about carrying a gun. At 12, you're not even supposed to have a gun. Mm-hmm. But in the city we living in, right, where you got seven-year-olds getting killed for some shit that they ain't even had nothing to do with, and now you got undercover cops just parked up on the block, creeping around. Yeah. Not understanding the atmosphere of the neighborhood. Not, not, not aware of the fear within the neighborhood. Okay. That's a fucked up situation, dog. Mm-hmm. That's a fucked up situation where and I think it needs to stop because I don't think it solves crimes. They 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 keep going after crime as if the drug trade is the reason for all these homicides when it's not. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Like, mm-hmm. where you been? Like, yeah, get out yeah. of the 90s, dog. Yeah. Get out of the 90s and the 80s. This ain't Compton in the 90s and the 80s. This ain't this ain't uh, Snowfall. Right. You still caught up on the TV. Yeah. Chill. So anytime a shooting happens, what you'll have is, let me fix my ears, what you'll have is an undercover will watch a block and they will surveillance a block for the drug activity. So when they find somebody, when they see the drugs being exchanged, they'll document it. Okay, such and such, whatever description of mail walked up the description of mail upon known as X, Y, and Z on this block and he gave him money and he went to X, Y, and Z, grabbed this and exchanged it, bang, the walked away, I radioed to the uh Regular cops, regular cops picked him up, bang, they found this many of drugs. And they're watching, they, and they recorded. Then they'd go in and rush him with the hopes of finding a firearm. And that's their way of getting guns off the street. That's their method. So, that's not working. That's not what, where the violence is coming from. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The violence is coming from, a lot of this violence is coming from, I'm broke, and I'm going to jack something. And somebody coming back to get theirs or 
you pop some shit on social media or X, Y, and Z. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So when you look at that and you got people and you got authority, right, and they choose the weirdest cars. You just ride around in a, cram- a bombed out Crown Vic. Yes, Who you yeah. think they going to think? Yeah. Yo, they trying to bust a drill. That's like in the 90s riding around in a van. Yeah. Riding around in a bombed out minivan. Yeah. Is that the jump out, boys? Or is that? And they said in the statement that they cut their lights on. I, I, I personally, well, I said I didn't know. believe. Yeah, yeah. And I told you that's why. That's what I said. And what I'm I said. saying logical mm-hmm. thinking is ain't nobody going to bark at nothing, an unmarked vehicle if they got their lights on. I'm yeah. just saying let's let's keep hood let's keep hood knowledge hood knowledge. Yeah. I don't care how old you are, you ain't going to bark at nothing. You're going to run. Yeah. That's going to be your first t- thing to run. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I said. Unless you got a vendetta against the cop. Yeah, no, that he was 12. He don't even know. 12, he ain't got no vendetta. Yeah, I said, that's what I said. Like, bro, I said that ain't safe. sound right. We, they, they, the no-knock warrant wasn't safe. The undercovers sitting around like that, it's just not safe. It's not safe in the hood because you don't know. You just don't know. You have no idea. Yeah. The no-knock warrant, that's a fucking home invasion, basically. Mm-hmm. In Especially with now, a lot of people say movies and movies don't. They give all the blame to rap music. Mm-hmm. Movies take place. Movies play. That memory sticks to your head too. Anything you see or hear stick to your head. You see it often enough, you're gonna think, "Oh shit." So you see drive-bys and people jumping out and smoking people all the time. You hear about people casing people, people casing people houses. That, for all those who don't know, case means watch and observe closely. <laughs> so you see that you see and hear that all the time. You hear stories, so it's it's a reliable fear. Yeah. So when you have an undercover cop that just sits on the block. And no one knows who he is. Like we in we from the neighborhood where we know everybody. And he's like, what the fuck is this nigga up to? Yeah. And then you have a twelve year old juvenile mind that's trying to earn his way in the hood or he's in fear or whatever. They're like, Man, all right, get him out. He looking at I heard that's why I listened to the raps. He said one of the rappers said, Some say I'm the they call me the bad guys of the hood, but me I'm just keeping it safe. Yeah. I reference that line on here, too. I reference that line. Me, I'm just keeping it safe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I understand it from both sides, but I understand the flaw in it. So people, once again, people say, oh, that's senseless. No, let's let's get to the root of it and the flaws. What was the cause of it? He didn't know. Mm -hmm. It looked like a jammy boy. Yeah. Should he have been carrying a gun? No. Right. But we got to also understand the police as a reactionary measure. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? They're not the, they're not your bodyguard. Yeah, understand? They're a, a reactionary measure. The law is supposed to keep everything in order, and if the law is breaking, broken, the police and the court system then hold people accountable for breaking that law. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So at the same time, we gotta realize they're not gonna be there at all, all, all the time. Yeah. And it's people that's just like. I'm not going to follow the law because it doesn't look like it benefits me. Yeah. I can could, I could see that. I don't have that trust. Yeah, for sure. I don't have that trust in them to hold, to keep, protect me. 
you know the, you know what they say. Somebody gets shot, the police arrive twenty minutes later. Yeah. Well, if they arrive in twenty minutes later after I got shot, then I know I can't be depend on them to be there for me when the shooting happens. Yeah. I've and there's been times where you you ever call the police and they pull up with the smoke like they the ones with the attitude and shit yeah. like. Yeah. Just yeah. shit like that, and what you said that that's that's make that clear. Like no, I call, I call. Yeah, yeah, you gotta let them know you call. Yeah. Like yeah, no, I I'm trying to. You know what I'm saying? And I I think they working on some aspects of it, but it's a long line of it. Like they trying. Okay. They trying, like it's one cop. They trying hard, but it's still kinks in their armor. Absolutely. So it's, I came home. You know, I had a big trial. Mm-hmm. I came home. And I saw one of the community relations cops mm-hmm. and out in the city. I know he lied at my trial. And it wasn't like my first, my second, my third. He ain't even show up at them. But my very last trial, he lied. I got the proof he lied. But he do such good work in the community with police. And, and it was a small joint. But I'm like, bro, I don't trust him. And people in the hood like, no, I know you lied. Yeah. We've been watching this area for a long time for you to come up here and say that. I know you lie. So it's just like they got little problems within that they can only, that will only be able to solve if you, how they say, you handle yourself first. Yeah. Okay. People will trust you if you work on you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I think I think that's dope what you said as far as like their method of trying to stop the violence being like dated. I never even heard nobody like, Speak on it like that, saying that they going about it wrong, like getting the guns <laughs> off the street. I'm going to say it. A lot of people just want to speak with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just want to speak with you. They just want to talk. They just want to be a part of a conversation. You got to be there. You got to have some type of experience. Or you got to have some type of education. You got to have a mixture of both to actually come to a full understanding of it. I mean, it's like, once again, it's always say it's easier to pinpoint something and say, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, he shouldn't have did that then. He wouldn't have got this. I'm looking at it in a broad aspect of everything. What could they have done right? What could the kid have done right? What could the neighborhood have done right? What could I have done better? Mm-hmm. I'm saying so. Uh, you want to talk about this recent arrest that was made in in the city? Yeah. If you can, we can. Uh, I I just wanted you to fill us. I I never heard of him before. It looked like I seen him before. You never heard of James Pitts? No, never heard of him. Where you been? Never heard of him. Go up the states. They know they heard of James Pitts. Go just just holler at somebody up upstate. They heard of James Pitts. Talk to me. What's up, man? I just wanted to know, uh, like, who, who he was. James Pitts is a homicide detective who he got, uh, he he became, he entered the homicide unit at, on 1999, mm-hmm. right? He terrorized us. He terrorized the hoods. Not only did he terrorize the hoods, once he got his conviction, he used whoever he convicted as like a badge of honor. So like if you ain't if he was if you ain't cooperate, his thing would be like, you know, I put Hassan Bennett away. 
Mm-hmm. He had this big, he got this big boy on the back of his neck. Big guy. Not okay. like husky, but like big fat guy. And uh-huh. he got that bag. So he'll get people in there. And there's plenty of reports that have said Pitts beat him up. Pitts beat me up. Pitts beat me up. Or Pitts would do something like write out a statement. The reports say he wrote, wrote out statements and he would tell people, sign this or sign a blank piece, piece of paper. They assign it and afterwards he'll make a whole statement out. <laughs> so now you have people. That's, that's yeah, so now you got people. He, he, he fucked people around two ways. First of all, he get. Let me explain Go that ahead. that statement now can be used to find somebody guilty. No matter. So if I get a statement with your name on it, and I'm a detective, no matter what you say on the stand, they'll go through the whole statement with you, line for line, right? And you'll deny it, and they'll say, "Well, why your signature on it?" And you'll give an explanation for why your signature on it. Then me as a detective with the shiny badge and come take the oath and say, yes, he told me this. Yes, he told me this. Was he ever forced? No. Was he told that, that this was the release form? No. And now it's up to the jury to believe your trial testimony or the statement. The statement could be used to override your trial testimony. So now if I do this to two people, let's say I do this to both of y'all, right? And then I come up and say, no, they both gave me this information willingly. Now the jurors. Like, well, what, what, why would both of them say the same Ain't defendant shit. did it? Yeah. Not knowing that the crooked and you expect as a juror that's not from the hood and doesn't believe like training day is real yeah. or training day just may be a one in a one out of a, a million situation, not knowing this happens often in the hood. So now when they look at it, like, why would they both say the same people? They're not going to question the officer. They're going to say, oh, the officer, you think he did that to both of them? The cops do that and find mm-hmm. people guilty. And, like, thousands of people have been found guilty of it, thousands of people. So with him doing that, he, they just charged him for one. Okay. They charged him for beating a confession out of a witness. And then when they went back to the video, it was a robbery homicide, which is a second-degree murder. Okay. And it carries a life sentence. So when they went back to the video, dude, 6'3" can't be the size of the guy in the video so they said oh he wasn't he was never lying when he said he didn't do it it was that damn Pitts Mm -hmm. so they doubled back and charged they finally charged Pitts but I just find it kind of suspicious okay I got my own suspicions because I want to know like you held him on a no call list for about three years he's I went to court in 2016 Okay, and he was on a no call list when I went to my evidentiary. What, what, what does that mean? That means they're not going to put him on a trial to testify. Okay, wow. So when I went to my, I had a, I had a, a, a clue dropped on me. So mm-hmm. when I went and got my new trial, I filed for double jeopardy discharge, and I'm like, why well, ain't get double jeopardy discharge? All the witnesses said this one detective did this, beat him up or prevented him from coming and presenting favorable evidence and they said well you didn't call Pitts and that's when I found out Pitts was on a no call list this was before um Larry Krasner came in okay so when I when Larry Krasner came in about seven months later and he presented the no call list and I see Pitts is on it I'm like okay but I'm not gonna let you whitewash him off the case if you got a stain on your shirt right and I go wash it 
I could now sell it like it was never a stain on it. Yeah. So it cleans the case away from the from the jury so they'd never see it. No, I'm going to show that this case got stains on it. But my thing is it's no cases or probably minimal cases with his involvement, his direct involvement in the courts now. So now those cases, they're not looking at the, we were filing it under not common scheme design or plan, but we was filing that practice and pattern. Look, he did this in all these cases. He did this in this case. And judges was like, oh, we don't believe it. We don't believe it. But now with this arrest, okay, if he gets convicted, that'll open up the floodgates. They gotta go back back. through all his shit. They gotta all. They don't have to go back, but now petitioners, defendants, can file newly discovered evidence and get back. So Mm -hmm. I don't never like. I I don't be liking people to get locked up. Okay, but if you abusing your authority, it's one thing to abuse your authority. It's another thing to have hundreds of people sitting because you abuse your authority. You understand what I'm saying? So this is a case like, bro, we don't want to see nobody get booked, but, dog, you could rot in hell. Yeah, it's a big deal. You know what I'm How saying? Many, you tripping. It sounded like he did that to a lot of people. When I, w- I was in green, I had 25 people while I was up there. Okay. I went in, and this was the people that was willing to show me their paperwork. You know, a lot of upstate people be tucking their work like, uh-uh, yeah. I'm giving you my work. But I had at least 25 people that was like, yo. What his name? Yo, bro. And they witnesses, not 25 people that just had him on his case. 25 people that witnesses said, yo, he beat me up. Or he had me sign a a, 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 a release form. He told me it was a release form. It was really a, so. yeah. That's a crazy. I've heard that people say that. Yeah. And that's crazy to have that, like. But, you know, in the hood, we like, man, I ain't trying to hear that. Like, right. I was about to say that. You got that on your jacket. You, you got signed that, that on paper. your jacket. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to. So what I, I, my witness in my case, he had just came home from juvie. Right. So I had to think, all right, when you get released, you got to sign out. Yeah. From juvie, whatever. You got to sign something to get out. When you get released from the hospital, you got to sign something to get out. Mm-hmm. So now it makes sense that he would sign a release form. Yeah, it took me years to actually get it in my yeah, head uh-huh. and actually yeah. think about it because, you know, anger. Like, So when you look at the people he getting and what they're used to in life, that's a method that's, that's, that's a reliable story. Yeah. So with him, I'm hoping he gets convicted. Because it's going to open the floodgates for a lot of people to get out of jail. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I think a lot of people' case is going to be held on stay until the outcome of his yeah. trial. And even if they don't hold hold it on stay and they deny it, they still could come back and get a case back. But I think it's it's just long overdue. If this happened in two, but you know, they just exonerated homie in two thousand and twenty one. So my now I'm looking at okay, you exonerated him. In 2021, but charged him in 22. Mm-hmm. What about all them other cases? Like, why why are you charged for them joints? Yeah. It was one case, uh, the, uh, Commonwealth versus Dwayne Thorpe, where 10 people said he did, he beat him up. Why well, didn't get charged for none of them? Right. Then you had my case to come up. You had 
other you had uh Derek Spivey case that came up. You got uh uh Christopher Goodwin case. There's dozens of cases that came up that he isn't charged for. You let him hit the city, people be suing, he plead they settle, y'all cash him right out. Why is this the first time he's getting charged? Yeah. That's the suspicious part for me. What makes this case the most reliable than the other cases? Yeah. And if it is, why is it reliable when a witness says this guy shot him, but it's not reliable when 20 witnesses say this guy beat him up? Yeah. When I seen it, I I, I looked into it and it was like, like, and these are homicide cases, cases that could potentially put you away for the rest of your life. And this yeah. was his technique. Or death. Yeah. Or death. You know, a lot of these first-degree murder joints. Yeah. And these is, like, he was just going about it, like, but you know, Basically playing God, like, no, this is what we did. This is what happened. But, you know, I he ain't the only one to blame. Yeah, I know. I get that. I mean, we in this room, but ain't, if I, we start rumbling out this room and he outside the room, you're going to hear us rumbling in here. Yeah. You're going to hear screams. You're going to hear whatever. You're going to hear it out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he ain't the, everybody's hands ain't squeaky clean down That blue there. wall, yeah. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Come on, man, that blue wall of silence is a mug. They yeah. talk about the code of silence in the street. That blue wall of silence is is a mother. And then they got the FOP. You see the FOP? We have a lawyer that will represent him. Yeah. Yes, he's our man. <laughs> he's our man. James Pitts is our man. We will, we will have a lawyer defend him. Come on, man. Yeah. That blue wall of silence got levels to Special, it. Special, yeah. Some, that's yeah. something real. We had we had a, a, a police officer on here, uh, James Turner had got had quit, uh-huh. yeah, and he was telling us about it. Hearing him talk, it's like we might we might get. We, I was saying before <laughs> get, before get pulled over on the way home. Like, I'm like I don't know if we want to do this or not, but All right. uh, update on him. They they recently reached reached out to him and offered him three him. three million, and he did, he was like, no, nah, y'all gotta y'all gotta come with it. But this yeah. is this is the Crazy. thing. He's a family friend. I ain't even know. Yeah, so James Turner, mm-hmm. Brian Turner, I meant Brian, Brian Turner. Turner. This is the thing about police misconduct, right? So first you got the inter- eternal affairs. Yeah. Right. Now you got, thank you, we got the CPOC, right? But the person, let's say his, his rights were violated and he can prove his rights was violated. Mm-hmm. He files with a lawsuit. Instead of just saying, yo, your rights violated here, take this. He has a lawsuit. Then we have a city solicitor's office that's paid for by the city that will defend the city in court like, uh-uh. No, no, we ain't giving them no money. And if we do, this is how much we're willing to give you. And you're like, bro. Yeah. You're like, bro, you serious? No, this is this is what's suitable. This is what we think it should be. And it's like, now you got a chance. And this is what happened with a lot of people that was wrongfully convicted due to police misconduct. They throw a lump sum on the table for them, and they say, listen, you could take this and take it, and you'll have more money than you've ever seen in your life, or you could go to trial, right? And a lot of people be taking it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. So with them taking that settlement, what the city solicitor's office is doing is understanding, okay, they're keeping their calculations, they're not keeping the calculations by bulk, but they're keeping the calculations by year. Okay. 
All right, so we giving we're averaging about two hundred and fifty thousand a year. They by throwing them, I tell you ten. You did thirty years here. How about ten million? That's three hundred thousand a year. You did this much. You, you did nine years. Oh, I'll take this. Oh, you did this. Take this. So now they stay in the two fifty, three hundred thousand ballpark. So now when the judge says, Ah, oh, I want this settled, now you got somebody that no button that that. That's, I did crazy time. I did. I was in the worst prison in the jail. I mean, worst prison in the state. Uh, all right, so I don't think we said this on this joint. I was wrongfully convicted of a homicide. Right, yeah. I ended up representing myself. I overturned the conviction, and then I went to two trials. My first trial was 11-1 in favor of not guilty. They still decided to take me on the second trial under the Krasner uh, era. They still decided to take me on the second trial. I spanked them. The jury only deliberated 81 minutes. Not guilty. I walked out of jail. Thanks. I started— Working for Benjamin Cooper, who was an attorney in the city. After working for Benjamin Cooper, I then went on to the Defenders Association of Philadelphia. Boom. That's my story in a nutshell. We're not going to get into any yeah, details. Yeah, yeah. So now I, because I, I came in through police mis- because I, police misconduct had an effect on my con- conviction, a lawsuit went in. I hired I hired Kevin Hart and shout outs to Kevin Hart and get with him, Ross Casey and Feller. Boom. So now when somebody comes along and they say, okay, we want to offer this much to you, it's like this is what everyone else took. Despite the time they did, it's what everyone else took. Mm -hmm. So now, and of course they're like, man, that's what we gave everybody else, but it was a strategic decision from the opposition, from the city solicitor's office, and from my viewpoint, to lower the value of being wrongfully convicted because how you put a price on somebody sitting in jail that couldn't that shouldn't be in jail I was in the death row jail mm. damn I don't I don't know if anybody uh, any one of you have been upstate but no, the western part of Pennsylvania is like a hundred times worse than the eastern part of Pennsylvania when it mm-hmm. comes to prisons okay. you, come to, you come to the eastern part you might get a guard that you know from down the street you know what I'm saying yeah. you chilling you may go to Chester. You 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 with the homies. Mm-hmm. The homies running the jail. Mm-hmm. You go to that Western. It's a different beast. You understand? So when they come to you and say, "Oh, you take this," and you be like, "Was my time worth that?" Right. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's a different animal. I spent most of my time in the hole for shit I ain't even do. Yeah, you understand? But everybody moving strategic, so. Yeah. You got to actually weigh what it is. But Pitt's arrest, well, his conviction, hopefully, will settle everything out. That's dope, man. Gave us a classic episode, man. I don't know is if you it? know it or not. Oh, this is a classic? Yeah, this is going to be one of them. You, right, just, right. you, just, you just tapped out. I don't know if you know. You just <laughs> put it in your bag. I'm glad I'm glad I, I lined the questions up the way they the way I did. Well, man. I got no more questions. We out? Uh, what I mean, you gotta let them know where the everything you got going on. Let them know where to I'm find you. I'm on Philly First Forty Eight. Y'all know what it is. Go to YouTube, Philly First Forty Eight. Log into it, see what we doing. You know, I got my page, uh, the litigator page, where I I guide you to the right place. Also, we got the Uncle Program, the Uncle Program. So it's a problem within the city. It's all these resources within the city, and they waiting until people booked. Okay. To connect them to the resources. Anything you want to do to improve your life, the city has some type of way to help you. They get funded for it, Mm. right? 
but the resources are having a problem with connecting to the community. So what they do is they go wait till people get locked up or they wait till people come to them and say, hey, listen, we uh, can I get X, Y, and Z? But if no one knows, no one's going to come to it. So to avoid you getting locked up and going to it or avoid your sentence and going to it, the UNC program, we connect people to whatever you want to do to improve your life, man. It's just brothers from the hood that just want to do the right thing. I'm taking brothers from every—I'm every, every I'm taking dudes from— if you if you born in your city, not in your city, in your section, and you respect it in your section, then you could reach out to the youngins. Because a lot of times, as a public defender, I may try to reach out to somebody, and I ain't got no contact. You may just switch this number. But if I can reach out to the homie in the hood, like, yo, if you see him, connect him to me, then he got a better chance with the outcome of his case. Okay. Because he's staying more reliable. I mean, he's staying in touch. I'm sorry. He's staying in touch. Also, if I could hook him up the resources and he improve it, right? Yeah. I could show improvement. Now I could pass it off, and now we could do a, a diversion. The, the, the attorney can go to the district attorney's office and ask for a diversion. And once they, once they see the progress he's made since the start of his uh, arrest, since his arrest, the district attorney may say, yo, he a productive member. I'm gonna drop this case. So we keep it. Yeah. We working. We 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 working. We working in how we working. It as people say, I'm I'm finessing the system. I'm finessing the system <laughs> to help the people, man. You know what I'm talking about. So I'm proud to be doing that. Uh, we taking fifty kids to um, we taking fifty kids to the Virginia Space Museum. Okay. We buy. We got like two more two more tickets left. If you want that uh, shout outs to uh Power of Paints. If you want the tickets. Just get with me, DM me, uh, uh, I, I connect your kids to uh, the Space Museum. And we doing Nerf War 2020, I mean 2022. That's my thing, man. Yeah. I air stuff out on the Nerf <laughs> War, man. I got, I got 15 Nerf guns, don't play with me. Last year I shot a kid in his face, man, I apologize, man. He shot me in my eye first, man. He shot me in my eye and kept hitting me in the back of my head. I Matrix turned around and hit him. <laughs> But yeah, we doing Nerf War. Uh, 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 we 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 aiming at a week before Memorial Day. Okay. We're about to start running through cases. Just just stay tuned, man. Philly First Forty Eight. I'm the litigator. I saw Bennett. I'm happy to be on this joint, man. I keep yeah, bidding yeah. we all on Twitter. I'm happy to be here, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm happy to be here, man. I'm oh, happy man. This to be here. This was definitely a, uh, this was necessary, man. I appreciate you coming out, man. You definitely gave us a hell of an episode, man. We appreciate it, man. People may be looking at me like, why am I wearing a captain hat? Because I want a yacht. I want a yacht. I'm working to get my own yacht. Not run a yacht. Not be on the yacht. I want my own yacht. Right. So city solicitor's office, if you're looking at um, a yacht, will do me right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, it's the one FR episode 89, man. We out.